Life Audio. Christian Parent Crazy World with Katherine Seegers is brought to you by Life Audio and is part of our Faith Toolkit series. For more inspirational faith-affirming podcasts, visit lifeaudio.com. Welcome to Christian Parent Crazy World, the podcast that tackles tough topics to help you be a godly parent in an ungodly world. I am your host, Katherine Seegers, and in today's episode, we will tackle this really cool question, what is Advent and how can it enrich your Christmas season? Now, if you are like me, you did not grow up celebrating Advent, but you've probably heard of it. You may have even celebrated aspects of it. My guest today knows a lot about Advent, and she has accumulated a wealth of devotional resources that will help you enrich your Christmas season by celebrating Advent. So today, we're talking about all things Advent. That's the plan for this episode of Christian Parent Crazy World. So let's get started. Is it hard to spark meaningful conversations with your kids? Whether you're a homeschool hero, planning activities for the next family vacation, or simply gathering around the dinner table, we've got something that can help. Introducing the Daily Family Conversation Starter by best-selling author Katie Clemens. This remarkable book offers 365 imaginative ways to connect with your children in just five minutes each day with prompts like, who made you laugh today? Or what would you do if you had a tail? These simple questions open up a world of laughter, curiosity, and deeper connections. From dinner time to sleepy time, the Daily Family Conversation Starter is your key to creating memories that will last a lifetime. Don't wait to transform your family's daily routine into an adventure of discovery and fun. Grab your copy of The Daily Family Conversation Starter today, wherever books are sold. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-497-4410. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-497-4410. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-497-4410. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. So we've made it through Thanksgiving and the mad dash to Christmas has begun. How can we slow down and remember the reason for the season? Well, celebrating Advent is a great way to do just that. My special guest today just might be an expert on Advent, at least in all the ways that you can celebrate Advent with your family. Lori Christine is the mother of four loud, adventurous boys, and she is host of the Redeeming the Chaos 
podcast, which explores the wild and wonderful adventure of raising courageous boys and connecting them with Christ. Lori also writes devotions and Bible stories for families. Her new devotional book for boys, Rise of the Enemy, just released on Amazon in November. Perfect Christmas gift. Now, you're going to hear more about that in a bit. So buckle up because you are going to get a lot of incredible ideas today on how to celebrate Advent with your family. Quick side note, you don't have to take notes. Lori has created an amazing resource for all CPCW listeners, which is linked to all the information she is about to share. So just sit back and enjoy this practical exploration of how celebrating Advent can bless you and your kids. Lori, welcome to the program. It's so nice to have you on Christian Parent Crazy World. Hi, Catherine. Thank you so much for having me today. I'm excited to be here. Oh, yes. Why don't you tell our listeners before we dive into today's topic a little bit about your family and your podcast? Sure. So I have four boys. Mm. I, My husband and I live in Pennsylvania, right in the middle of Amish country. And we have four boys, ages 7, 9, 11, and 13. Uh, my oldest just entered the teenage years, so we are navigating <laughs> the adventures and challenges of having a teenager in the house and then a couple others who think they're teenagers. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I am passionate about raising strong, courageous boys who are warriors for God's kingdom. And so that's what my podcast is all about. It's called Redeeming the Chaos. And a lot of times as moms raising boys, it sometimes feels chaotic and it's overwhelming trying to figure out how to train our boys and how to just guide them to the Lord. So I don't claim to have it all together. I am not a perfect mom. My kids are not perfect, but I invite my listeners to join me on the wild, wonderful adventure of raising courageous boys and connecting their hearts to Christ. Uh. I love that. And I love the title of your your show. So necessary. And, you know, we are going to actually we we've been in the works talking about doing a show about raising boys. Very excited. We're going to I'm going to have a series next year and the new year where I'm going to talk specifically about raising boys in an episode or two. I'm not sure how that'll turn out. And you're going to help me with that. And I'm going to talk about specifically the challenges we have about raising girls. I've got some other people who are going to be on the show to do that. But I think that's so necessary. Sometimes they're they're different. They're so so different. And of course, uh, my family we've got uh, three girls and two boys, so I get the best of both worlds and the worst of both worlds sometimes. <laughs> um, but you're going to be a tremendous resource there. But I noticed I was looking back through your your episodes, and you did an episode on Advent, and I thought. I listened to that. It was so practical, so helpful. You've kind of done all the research, all the legwork so that I don't have to and my listeners don't have to do all of that themselves to help us really understand what Advent is and how that can be a powerful tool to put Christ front and center in our Christmas season. Because like you were talking about, it's chaotic. Everybody feels it. The You know, once we put the turkey away and we finish those leftovers from Thanksgiving, the rush to Christmas is insane. And what gets left out too often is our focus on Christ, the center of the season. And so I thought, this is what I want Laurie to come on my show to talk about, to help us put Christ front and center by talking about 
Advent. And as Christian parents, I, I, I didn't grow up celebrating Advent. So a lot of my, my parents may not know what it is and what the purpose behind it is. Can you share with us a little bit about what Advent is? And then we can dive in. We're going to talk about some wonderful devotionals that you have used in order to celebrate Advent with your family. Yeah, absolutely. So I did not grow up celebrating Advent either. And it has kind of, we've kind of grown into it as a family, but the word Advent actually means arrival. So Mm. it's a celebration that takes place during the four weeks leading up to Christmas. And it's an anticipation of the coming of Christ, his the coming of Christ at his birth. So it's a time to focus on some of the prophecies about Christ leading up to his birth. But then it's also a time to look forward to his second coming and the hope that we have in his second coming as well, because he will be arriving a second time. And the history of Advent dates back to probably like the sixth century is when the early church started celebrating Advent leading up to Christmas. So it it takes place four Sundays leading up to Christmas. So every year it's a little bit different. It doesn't start on a specific date. So you kind of have to check your calendar because the date changes every year. But this Christmas, I'm sorry, this year, Christmas is on a Monday. So it actually makes for a shorter Advent season. But I, I noticed that Thanksgiving is a little bit earlier this year. There's actually like a whole week after Thanksgiving until the beginning of December. So if you want, if you guys are ones that decorate, like I love to decorate the day after Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Some people I know like to decorate before Thanksgiving, but I feel like we have a little bit longer of a Christmas season because we have that more time after Thanksgiving. But anyway, so December 3rd is the first Sunday of Advent. And then the fourth Sunday would be December 24th, which is also Christmas Eve. Oh, wonderful. I love the way that lines up this year. And I love your description. I was doing a little research into the history of Advent as well. And I found the exact same thing that it, you know, originally was kind of looking forward. We, we look forward, but we also look backward. We look to the second coming while remembering the first coming of Christ. Mm -hmm. And so let's, let's talk a little bit. There's a lot of practical ways that we can celebrate Advent in our homes. How have you celebrated Advent? Because there's calendars, there's the the candles that you can have in your own home. There's the devotional. So how have you incorporated Advent into your Christmas celebration? Yeah. So for many years in our family, and I think in a lot of other families, Advent was kind of synonymous with just the Christmas season and count specifically counting down the days until Christmas. You know, like we would, when I was growing up, we would have an advent calendar, but mm-hmm. all the cal, all it was like, there wasn't really a specific or a spiritual aspect to it. It was, you know, flipping over the numbers, counting down the days until Christmas, or sometimes there would be like, you know, opening the little windows and there's a little picture inside or maybe a little bag with candy or, so it was just like countdown activities, which are super fun. And we do those with our family as well. But I definitely want to be more intentional with my kids, teaching them about the significance of Christmas, which we've always done. But so with Advent, you are specifically looking at four different characteristics of God's God's character, four qualities of God's character, and it's hope, peace, joy, and love. So each of the Sundays focuses on one of those aspects of God's character, and then And then throughout the week, there's so many different things that you can do. There's not just like one way to celebrate Advent. Like you said, there's so many different things from calendars to candles. We can talk about the the candles specifically. One of my, one of the fun things that we do, this is just like a fun counting down Advent celebration. We wrap up Christmas books. I love Christmas books and I have a whole huge collection of Christmas kids, children's Christmas books. 
And so we, I wrap up 25 books. Actually, one year I wrapped up 50 books because we had two for oh day. And then the kids would open a book a day till Christmas. And some of them were focused on Christ. Some of them were just fun holiday mm-hmm. kind of books. Um, so that was a fun, a fun thing that we do. But one of my favorite things, and I'm, I'm sure you've probably heard of this, um, the Jesse tree. Are you familiar yes. with the Jesse tree? Mm-hmm. Yes. And I'm sure some of you listening may have heard of it before, but that is one of my favorite resources for celebrating Advent. And again, there's not one Jesse tree. This isn't like a branded activity. Um, there's so many different versions. And if you just hop on Google and say, you know, look up free printable resources for Jesse tree, there's tons of things that come up. But basically, if you're not familiar with the concept of the Jesse tree, it comes from a Bible passage found in Isaiah 11. And it says, there shall come forth a shoot from the stump of Jesse and a branch from his roots shall bear fruit. And it's talking about Jesus. Jesse was the father of King David and Jesus was in the lineage of of King David. And so the Jesse, that's where the term, the Jesse tree comes from, because it's like the family tree, the lineage of Jesus. And then the verse goes on to say, the spirit of the Lord will rest on him, the spirit of wisdom and of understanding, the spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of the knowledge and fear of the Lord, and he will delight in the fear of the Lord. So referring to Jesus, the branch from the passage is referring to Jesus who would come from the stump, the family tree of Jesse. And basically a Jesse tree is just like a fun visual way of preparing our hearts to celebrate Christ's birth. And each day leading up to Christmas focuses on one of the people in Jesus' family tree, which mm. I love how it ties in with Advent because Advent is like looking forward. You're, they were looking forward to the coming of Christ. Mm-hmm. So this actually goes back through the generations, starting with Adam and Eve, tracing God's plan of redemption through Noah, Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, all the way up to Jesus' birth. All of those people were looking forward to the coming of the Messiah. And then finally, when Jesus arrives, it is a true cause for celebration. You know, I think that sometimes we we teach our kids like, oh, baby Jesus in the manger. Isn't that so exciting that he's here? And they're like, well, I mean, why is that exciting? Like we know Jesus is our savior, but but seeing that history, like going back to the beginning of the Bible and just tracing that history of all of the prophecies and all of the excitement about looking forward to the Messiah. And then finally he has arrived, truly just just puts an extra special significance to to our Christmas celebrations. Is it hard to spark meaningful conversations with your kids? Whether you're a homeschool hero, planning activities for the next family vacation, or simply gathering around the dinner table, we've got something that can help. Introducing the Daily Family Conversation Starter by best-selling author Katie Clemens. This remarkable book offers 365 imaginative ways to connect with your children in just five minutes each day with prompts like, who made you laugh today? Or what would you do if you had a tail? These simple questions open up a world of laughter, curiosity, and deeper connections. From dinner time to sleepy time, the Daily Family Conversation Starter is your key to creating memories that will last a lifetime. Don't wait to transform your family's daily routine into an adventure of discovery and fun. Grab your copy of The Daily Family Conversation Starter today, wherever books are sold. Hi, I'm Rebecca Scott. As a servant of God, wife, and mother of four, I understand the juggle of multiple roles and stages. That's why I created the Encourager podcast to help guide us through the messy middle stage of life. 
Join me on The Encourager as we challenge the chaos and embrace harmony. Together, we'll create practical systems to balance your roles and fulfill priorities. And we will do it while having joy and energy for both home and work life. Tune in for inspiring stories and interviews, actionable tips, and methods to do both home and work life. Because here, we believe you can do all things, just not all at once. That is so cool. So do you have like a separate tree for that, for the Jesse tree? Or do you put it on the wall, like draw a tree? Or how how, did, how have you done that before? Oh, there's so many different ways. Um, uh-huh. So <laughs> yeah, so usually there's ornaments and they could be, you know, you can buy them on Etsy, like somebody like handmade ornaments. You could print them out where they're like in full color yeah. or there's ones that your kids can color. We have hung them on the wall. Like I hung, I hang uh-huh. a string, like a string across the wall and we just close pin them onto a mm-hmm. string. So you can do that. You can actually put them on your regular Christmas tree. Right. Um, we actually had like a little mini tree one year, I think like a little fake tree that we hung all the ornaments on. So yeah, there's lots of different, different ways that you can do that. And then you, you know, you read a, a Bible passage right. about that Each person day. or a little story about the person, and then you hang up the ornament. And yeah, so that's a really, a really cool way to focus on you start that right at the beginning of I, I haven't done it yet. I've I've heard of it and I haven't tried that yet. I really ought to. I think I think I'd like to try that this year. It's a, is it a I, I know that some parents are like, is that a massive undertaking? Or there are probably, I'm sure, websites out there that make it super simple for you. Oh, for work. sure. Hey, just print this out, cut it, yep. and you can put it on your tree or on your wall somewhere. So yes. And then here, read this story, right? It's probably already all done for you. Yes. And actually, one of the resources that I'm going to mention a little bit later does that for you. There's a book and there's like ah. printable things and it's all kind of a nice package. So I'll definitely I'll definitely mention that. That is so cool. I love that. I, I wanted to revisit just for a moment the four, what the four candles represent of yes. Advent. I love this. Hope, peace, joy, and love. And I had a I had a little story I wanted to share. It's a really, hopefully I can might should have put my tissues near me. This was a moment where God just really in Advent ministered to me. It was the hardest Christmas season of our lives. I, um, in 2015 had, we had been praying and believing God for our fifth child. And we had found out we were pregnant in November. And then I had a miscarriage on Thanksgiving day. Mm of 2015. And it was such a a hard thing. It was early on thing. You know, it was, it was not, I was not very far into the pregnancy, but I was going through a miscarriage over that first weekend of Advent. And I was just so devastated and so heartbroken and crushed. And I can remember waking up on Sunday after just grieving for, you know, all day Friday, all well, it was during Thanksgiving dinner that I started to have that miscarriage. And so it was all day Friday, all day Saturday. It was physically painful and it was just emotionally gut-wrenching. And I woke up on Sunday and all I could think, I just had this one word reverberating in my spirit so loudly. It was hope, hope, hope. And I didn't realize what day it was. I wasn't thinking Advent. I had no notion of anything. Uh, yeah, I, I, it just wasn't even on my radar. But I remember looking at my husband that morning and saying, 
I feel like we're supposed to name the child we lost Hope. Oh, wow. Her name is Hope. Mm. And we did. I, I, you know, do I know for sure that it was a girl? No, but, you know, a woman in, her, I, I, in my spirit, I really sensed that it was a girl. And we'd been praying. I felt the Lord had promised us a daughter. And it wasn't until much later in the day that I realized it dawned on me. Oh, wow. Today is the first Sunday of Advent. And that Sunday is the Sunday of hope. Yeah. I, the Lord blessed me so much Hmm. that day, confirming that not only do I have a hope in heaven and a hope of seeing that child that I never got to hold here on earth, but she gave me hope to persevere that God still did have a blessing for us and that fifth child, Evangeline Faith. And we already had a due date and we prayed and prayed and prayed. We had a due date for, for hope to be born. And of course, you know, we had suffered through the miscarriage, but we prayed and I like I've said this before, like a couple of Benedictine monks, we prayed every single day over my body for God to bless us. And the day that hope was due, the very day we found out we were expecting Evangeline Faith. Oh my goodness. I know. It's such an amazing story. I know. It's an incredible story. I'm like, God, you know, if you put that in a movie, they think you made it up. It's that good. God is that good. That's the story he wrote in our lives. And so hope uh, that first Sunday has always had such a special meaning to me. Not only do I have a child in heaven waiting for me with the name of hope, but that hope that he gives us and being able to celebrate that during Advent and light that candle and say, we have a hope in heaven for everything that ails us here. And then peace is the second Sunday. How much do we need that now? Our world is war-torn, and we see, you know, the Middle East is in such a crisis. To to be able to take a week and celebrate peace, and then joy, joy to come, you know, joy to the world, and finally, finally love. Anyways, I wanted to pepper that in there as my little Advent story, and the reason why you know, being able to focus on those aspects of who God is and what he did for all of humanity is is super special. So I want to hear all about these amazing resources that you have accumulated and the Advent devotionals, because uh, you talked about one, the, the Jesse tree. Well, thank you for sharing your story. That was amazing. And it just, I was just thinking like, God cares about And that wasn't a little thing. That was a big thing in your life and in your heart. But just a reminder that, I mean, the fact that that you found out that you were expecting your next child on the day that hope was due, that's like, God didn't have to do that. You know, he just gave you that little glimpse of hope and just a reminder, like, I care and I'm here and I love you. And yeah, that was just, that's a beautiful story. All of the hope, joy, peace and love all tied into that same story. I love that. Oh, wonderful. Well, share with us then some of these devotionals that can help us bring our kids in along the journey of Advent and really celebrate the Advent season. Yeah. So I have several recommendations that we have used with our family over the years. And don't feel overwhelmed like you have to use all of these. Like You can't use them all. It would be impossible. But (laughs) maybe pick one or two. I've tried. I've tried every year at Christmas. I'm like, I'm going to do this one, this one, and this one, and we're going to do that. And then I just get overwhelmed. I'm like, oh my gosh, no. Just pick one thing to do and it will be fine. So the one that I mentioned earlier that really kind of wraps up 
the like the Jesse tree and like kind of has a, a, a nice package if you're if you're if that's something that you want to do. It's called Unwrapping the Greatest Gift and it's by Ann Voskamp and it's for children. So it's a children's devotional and it follows the tradition of the Jesse tree. So she traces the promise of the Messiah throughout the Bible, beginning way back in Genesis. And each reading includes a scripture passage, a Bible story. There's a few short discussion questions and then suggestions for practical family activities to connect the story with real life. I would say it's probably for kids, maybe like mid to upper elementary, like maybe six to 10, 11 years old. I did try to read it with my kids when they were pretty young. And I felt like the language, if you're familiar with Anne Boskamp's writing style, it's a little bit flowery and is very beautiful, but <laughs> it was a little harder for my kids to understand when they were, when they were pretty young. So we're, I think I, I want to actually get it out again this year. And I think they're probably at an age where they can comprehend it a little bit better, but one of the illustrations in the book are gorgeous. I am always a little biased towards <laughs> books with beautiful illustrations. I am too. I'm with you there. Yeah. So if you love beautiful illustrations, this is definitely a good resource. And then, so in addition to the book itself, she provides, if you go to her website, printable full color ornaments that can be downloaded from the website. So we did this a couple of years ago and there's different sizes. There was like three inch round ones. And I found that they fit perfectly on a wide mouth mason jar lid. So what I did, I printed out all of the ornaments. They're they're full color. I think I sent them to Office Max or Staples or something like that to get them printed. I cut them out and then I glued them on mason jar lids with like a little piece of string and hot glue. And so then that's what we use to hang up. Like we read the story and then we hang up the ornament that goes with the story and the illustrations on the ornaments coordinate with the illustrations in the book. So we hang those up, but then there's also printable coloring pages available on her website that go along with with each of the daily readings. And they also coordinate with those same illustrations. So what we would do is print it out a set of the coloring pages for each of my kids. And so I would, you know, when they were a little bit younger, they liked to color a little bit more. And actually some of my kids still do like to color, but so they would color. I still like to color. (laughs) Oh, me too. Absolutely. I do. I love to color. I discovered how um, I was having a really rough day. I've mentioned this before, but I was having a really rough day with one of my phonics lessons with one of my kids, and I was just about to lose it. And I I picked up her coloring book and started coloring with some pencils. (laughs) And I'm like, oh, this is why they have adult coloring books. It's very soothing. It's just like, it's wonderful. I've I've started doing that a lot more. So anyways, viva la coloring for the adults. I think we should keep doing that. I 100% agree. I love, I love coloring as well. And so anyway, as my kids have gotten older, they still, they still do enjoy coloring. So mm-hmm. printable coloring pages to go along with the daily readings. And I would let my kids color while I was reading the story, you know, kind of keeping them busy and occupied. And then, and then we would hang up the ornament to go along with, with that day. So yeah, so that's a great resource. Cool. Okay. That sounds awesome. So what else, what other resources are out there? Yeah. So another one is, this is one for younger kids. If you have younger kids, three to nine, three to eight years old, it's called The Action Bible Christmas. It's published by David C. Cook. So I don't know if any of your kids have read any of the Action Bible stories, but Mm -hmm. I love The Action Bible. Again, you know, being biased towards beautiful illustrations and these always are really great. Yeah. Really good illustrations. So I was excited. I think it even just came out last year. So I found the action Bible Christmas and it's a story. It's not like the graphic novel style, but it 
still it still has the illustrations and then a story. There's 25 stories. So you could read one day leading up mm-hmm. till Christmas throughout Advent. And they're each from a different, the point of view from of a different character in the biblical account of Christmas. So Mary, Joseph, shepherds, wise men, you know, all the typical ones, but then there's some really fun ones. So there's a story told from the perspective of Jesus blanket. <laughs> so it's like, well, what would, what would Jesus, so it's, 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 you know, it's obviously taking a little bit of imagination, but it's like, well, what was, what would his blanket be feeling? Or like, and then the manger, the one is the, from the perspective of a manger and then the donkey and this, the star of Bethlehem. So, so there's a little bit of, of creative license there, but it is, it is fun. Just, you know, yeah. thinking about the different perspectives of all of the characters, as well as the um, objects <laughs> surrounding mm. Jesus' birth. Um, so that's that super cool. That one's fun. Another one, and here, these are a couple that actually touch on the traditions of Advent um, and actually talk about Advent. So one is called Jotham's Journey. Mm, and love that one. Do you? Yes. These are so much fun. There's actually four in this series. I did not know that until I listened to your podcast. I'm like, oh, we're going to have to get those because the story, I like the storytelling here. Yes. They're great writers. Yes. Really great writers. And they weave these stories in and throughout the whole nativity scene and everything leading up to that. It's, and, and the writing is like, the, he leaves you on a cliffhanger. Yes. Each chapter yes. And you, the yes. kids are like, one more, mom, one more. Yes. So <laughs> go ahead and describe that. I love the Jotham series. And yeah, we, I didn't realize it was a series until, like I said, I tuned into your podcast. And I'm like, there's more. That's awesome. I'm going to have to get yes. the other ones. Yes, we have all four. I don't think we haven't read through all of them yet because, you know, you can't do, you can't do everything, but it's by Arnold Etriide. And I believe he is actually a, uh, I probably shouldn't say this. I was going to say, I think he's a Jew. I think he's actually a Jew, but don't quote me on that. So anyway, it's a four book series. They're fictional accounts of the birth of Jesus and each are from the perspective of a 10-year-old child. So Jotham is a shepherd boy. Bartholomew is the son of a fisherman. Tabitha is a young shepherdess. And then Ishtar is the son of a magi. So it's they're fictional stories. But at some point in the story, each of the children end up at the birth of Jesus somehow, mm-hmm. in some way. And they weave into each other's stories, right? Yes. They all meet each yes. other at some point during their individual journeys, which is awesome. Yes, which is super fun and very fun storytelling because at one point (laughs) Jotham meets Bartholomew and then, you know, Ishtar is on his journey and he runs into Tabitha and, you know, so they're all kind of intertwined, which, which makes them really fun stories. And then, so then there's a daily reading or like there's a story, there's a chapter of the story. And then at the end of each chapter, there is a devotional section and I think a prayer that ties in some of the, like the spiritual focus, but it also ties in some of the, like the celebration of Advent as well. Like at the very beginning of the books, it talks about just the tradition of Advent. And then at the beginning of each week, it says, you know, light the first candle and then read the story. So, right. so that is something fun. Um, if you do decide to use the candles in your, in your celebration, using those candles, light the candle each evening while you read the story or while you mm-hmm. do the activity. And then and then, you know, the second week, then you light the next candle and then you have two candles for that week. And so that's that's a way to tie it in. Yeah. One little note about Jotham's journey. It it you can get a little behind on it because there's a good bit of material to read. So 
even starting it before Advent or either keep going (laughs) into January. (laughs) We may have been known to still read Jotham's Journey uh, in January and I don't know, maybe February. You can get a little behind. So starting a little bit early or going a little bit later is perfectly fine. Nobody's grading you on this. It's a great story and your kids are going to love it even if they're reading it in July. Yes, yes, for sure. And I would say that's true for all of these. You know, if you want to start right after Thanksgiving. That's totally fine. Even though December 3rd is the first official first Sunday of Advent, you don't have to wait until that day to start some of these Mm -hmm. celebrations or some of these devotionals. Like I said, some of them are just 25 days leading up to Christmas and they're not even necessarily specifically talking about the Sundays of Advent. So, But another one that, that we just did last year, as my kids are getting a little bit older, and this one does specifically focus on the season of Advent, and it's called Unwrapping the Names of Jesus Hmm. by Asherita Chuchu. And this is a great way to focus on who Jesus is. So each day focuses on a name, one of the names of Jesus. Hmm. It includes four weeks of Advent devotionals and a celebration reading for each Sunday of Advent. So there's specifically, okay, here's the first Sunday of Advent read this devotional as a family. It's, it's, it has a part like read this out loud, then light the kit, now light the candle. So it kind of takes, takes you through this, like a structure. And then there's five days each week that focus on one of the names of Jesus used in the Bible. I love that. That's awesome. We, we did this as a family last year and it includes, so it includes the name of Jesus and then a scripture passage, a short devotional reading, a challenge and a prayer for each day. And they're not super long. They're fairly short. So they're easy to do together as a family. And one of the things that I did last year when we went through this book is I created a set of printable cards to go along with this book. So mm. they each have the name of Jesus and there's a number, there's a number on the back and then there's on the other side, it has the name of Jesus and the Bible verse and like a little graphic flower thing. And we use those. So we would hang them up. That was kind of like our Advent calendar, kind of like countdown to Christmas. We would, I hung them all up with all of the numbers facing out. And then after we would read one each day, then we would flip over that card. And then we would have the names of Jesus as we would go through the month. We had all the names of Jesus then hanging in our, in our living room for everyone to, to view. So I have a copy of that. It's available on my website. So if anyone would like to download that and print it on your own, you're welcome to do that. I know Catherine will have a link in the show notes, but you can go to lauriechristine.com. And I actually created a specific link just for your listeners, Catherine. So it's yes. Laurie, it's lauriechristine.com forward slash Christian parent crazy world. So if you go to that link, I will have links to the resources that we talked about today, but then also you can download those, those cards. And even if you don't do this book, like even if you don't use the book, Unwrapping the Names of Jesus, you could still use Use these just as just Mm -hmm. the cards, you know, look up the Bible verse, talk about the name of Jesus and use that as your countdown to Christmas. So you're welcome to, to check that out if you'd like. I love that that's kind of, that was another question I had for you. Like, you know, a lot of these devotionals are, are pretty targeted towards a younger, a younger audience. Some of them are. And so having something you could do with your older kids is pretty important. Is there anything else you can think of that older kids could do to help or that you could do with older kids to celebrate or even adult kids, perhaps yeah. even, to yeah. celebrate Advent? Absolutely. So, yeah. So the next book that I was going to mention is actually, I believe it was written for adults, but it's 
a mm. narrative. So it's definitely great for older kids. I know that, you know, upper elementary, middle school, high school, if you have teenagers, I think that this would mm-hmm. be a great resource to use with them. It's called Remarkable Advent by Shauna Lettler. Mm. And it is part narrative and part devotional. There's 25 chapters, one for each day leading up to Christmas, you know, like if you would start December 1st. And it could definitely be read together as a family, especially I would say, you know, ages eight and up for sure mm-hmm. could, could enjoy it. Shauna is an excellent storyteller. She makes the scriptures come alive in her storytelling and she takes us into the hearts and minds of these biblical characters. So we see the story through the eyes of Zechariah, Elizabeth, Mary, and Joseph, and you'll, mm-hmm. you experience firsthand the events leading up to the birth, to the birth of Christ. So there's the story and then there's a, a devotional that just kind of ties everything together and, you know, helps you apply those those truths from your life then in your life and helps you uh, um, focus on on Christ through those stories. I'll just read a little bit from her back cover. She says, um, what if we peered through history's frosted window and felt astonished by Jesus' birth once again? In Remarkable Advent, Shauna Lettler drapes the fabric of imagination over the framework of scripture, bringing the Christmas story to life through 25 devotional readings. So that that's one that I would recommend for for older kids as well. That's perfect. That's awesome. I'm so glad you've done all this research so we don't have to. That is amazing. Not only that, though, you have an incredible new devotional book that just came out. It's not Advent specific, but it is, I, I think you, is this targeted for young boys? Since that's kind of your, your audience called Rise of the Enemy. That would be a great Christmas gift, moms and dads, if you happen to have younger boys. Tell us a little bit about that. Absolutely. Yes. So my devotional book for boys is called Rise of the Enemy. It is book one in the Dragon Slayer Bible series. And in this book, it focuses on the armor of God and how to stand firm against the attacks of the evil dragon. And like Catherine said, it's not a Christmas book, but it really kind of lays the foundation for why we even need Christmas in the first place. Like, why did Jesus have to come to earth as a baby. Why did God send Jesus to earth? Because he was coming to redeem us and he was coming to save us from our sins and to rescue us from the evil dragon, from the curse and the the imprisonment of the evil dragon. So, so that's what this book is all about. As I said, it's not specifically Christmas, but it would make a great Christmas present. It teaches boys to put on the armor of God and through action-packed stories, inspiring scripture and challenging devotional readings, boys will be trained to defend themselves against the lies of the enemy and learn to trust in Jesus, the dragon slayer. So it is available on Amazon. It just released this past month. And I do have a link on that page that I mentioned, um, mm. lauriechristine.com forward slash Christian Parent Crazy World. There's a link there, or you can certainly just go straight to Amazon and look it up there. Oh, that is so cool. You know, I learned about a new tradition that I want to implement. It's not Advent related, but it kind of plays into some of the stuff we're talking about today. I just heard about this. I was watching a movie and they were talking about your fa- their favorite Christmas traditions. And one of them is an Icelandic tradition called Yola Bokla Flood. I don't know <laughs> if you've ever heard of this. No. It's a tradition where people, everybody kind of draws a name in the family and you purchase that person a book. You get our, you get a book for that person. And usually I think they do this on Christmas Eve, which may, you know, you may have other celebrations going on that night. We always do, but I would say you would pick a time during the Christmas season and everybody gives each other their book and they get 
they all gather together. They they have like hot chocolate. They get bundled up under blankets and they sit around and read books all night. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I know that doesn't appeal to everyone. But for me, it's like a little slice of heaven. I just oh love, <laughs> love, love to read. So your book would be a really cool one to give a little boy if you were going to celebrate Yola Bokla Flood, which I'm th- we've never done it before, but I have quite a few kids. I have some kids that aren't as into books. We might do an audio book for them. But what I'm going to do, we're going to do a book for everybody this year. And we're going to celebrate Yola Bokla Flood. And I think your book would be a perfect one for my nine-year-old boy. I think maybe that'll be on his list this Christmas. So that, it doesn't that sound cool? Oh my word. That sounds amazing. I would totally love that. One of my, I tell my kids all the time. I was like, guys, my dream day is to like build a fire in the fireplace. Everybody get hot chocolate. I'll have my coffee. And we just snuggle up with a whole pile of books. Thank or you. just like a really good chapter book. And we'll just spend all day reading. Like, can we just do that? I know. Yeah, <laughs> that, that sounds amazing. I think I want to start celebrating. Yes. Yeah, we are kindred spirits in that for yes. sure. And I'm I'm sorry to anyone out there who just heard that and started yawning thinking <laughs> thinking that, oh man, that sounds like a, a rather dull evening. I'm sorry. That is just like my dream evening too, is just to sit around with books. And I've got a couple of kids that are, are in line with that. And a few that aren't, maybe we'll, you know, break out the board games after a while or something as well to satisfy everybody's needs and desires. But this has been so practical, so educational. So helpful. Thank you so much, Lori, for helping our listeners understand how they can make Advent a part of their Christmas season. So tell us one. Oh, and by the way, that resource you created is amazing. I spent quite a bit of time, the resource for my listeners. I spent quite a mm, bit of oh, time good. on there. You've got all of that stuff linked up. You've got descriptions about it. I mean, that took a while to create. It's amazing. I spent quite a bit of time on that myself, and I'm going to go back to it to see what I want to order and how I want to incorporate these different books into our Advent and and our Christmas season. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you for doing that. Why don't you tell us one more time where they can learn more about you and your podcast and your other writings, Lori? Absolutely. Well, Catherine, thank you so much for having me. This has been so much fun chatting and talking about books and <laughs> similar passions and things like that. I know we're total nerds, aren't we? Absolutely. I, I wear that proudly. I have always said I'm a nerd and I'm proud of it. So uh, tell it. I'm sorry. I interrupted you because no, I get fine. so excited about books, but go ahead. <laughs> yeah. So you can find me. My website is lauriechristine.com and it's L-A-U-R-I-E and then C-H-R-I-S-T-I-N-E. And then if you go to lauriechristine.com forward slash Christian Parent Crazy World, I have links to the devotional resources that we talked about today. I have a link to my Bible story, my devotional Bible story, and then there are other links there as well. But my website, you can find me there. My podcast is redeemingthechaos.com. You can find me there. And then dragonslayerbible.com is where you can learn all about the new book, Rise of the Enemy, and a Dragonslayer Bible Story series. Ugh. That sounds so great. I can't wait to get that and read through that with my nine-year-old. That'll be awesome. So I think we all feel so much better equipped to have a Christ-centered Christmas now. Celebrating Advent is a wonderful way to keep Christ front and center during the hectic holiday season. Be sure to check out Lori Christine's resource list, her website, and her podcast, and especially that amazing resource she created for Christian Parent Crazy World listeners. And consider making the celebration of Advent a part of your Christmas season this year. You don't have to do every suggestion. Please don't. That that would be too much. But perhaps pick one or two things to add to this Christmas season. I know it's going to bless you and your family. 
So, mamas and papas, keep tuning in this December. I'm dialing it down a little bit as we close out this calendar year. I will be bringing you some more super fun, practical, inspirational holiday episodes that will help us keep Christ at the center of our holiday season. You don't want to miss it. I want to thank you for joining me today. Look, I know there are a lot of things you could be listening to right now, and I really appreciate that you took this time to spend with me. I hope you will join me for my next podcast when we take aim at some aspect of our culture that threatens to derail our parenting and steal our kids' faith. If you enjoyed this episode of Christian Parent Crazy World, would you consider telling a friend and sharing it on social media and giving it a good review over on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and following me on Facebook and Instagram? Oh, oh, and maybe you could say that Christian Parent Crazy World is the best podcast you've ever heard in your entire life. Uh, Just a thought. Uh, and be sure to check out my website, which is katherinesegers.com. That's Catherine with a C. I have lots of articles and resources there that will help you on your parenting journey. And if you subscribe, I will be sure to send you some really cool free stuff and notify you of future podcasts, articles, and blogs. I want to end this and every episode with a word of encouragement. God gave you your kids, your specific kids for a reason. That's because you hold the key to unlocking who God created them to be. We'll see you next time. Christian Parent Crazy World is a production of Life Audio and Salem Media. If you liked what you heard today, please take a second to rate and review this podcast in your favorite podcast app so that more listeners like you can find the show. For more faith-filled, inspirational podcasts, visit us at lifeaudio.com. Hey friend, I'm Brooke McLaughlin, host of the Everyday Prayers podcast, a ministry of million praying moms. And I'm here to invite you to partner with God for the hearts of your children on the daily. Our goal at Everyday Prayers is to help moms understand and pray God's word. Join us each weekday as we share insights from God's word for today's Christian mom. Tune in to the Everyday Prayers podcast in your favorite app or by visiting lifeaudio.com.